0: It was definitely um, a bumpy road, but it was. Um, I've lear- also learned that if you are patient and if you are willing to be flexible, that things come in your your, uh, path that you can see as opportunities instead of obstacles. And I think that that has helped me in not feeling, you know, knocked down because of these experiences and really looking for uh, positives uh, instead of negatives.
1: Hi everyone, it's Marcy Bullock. Welcome back to season three of Wolfpack Career Chats, the Anchor Season. A, ambition, N, networking, C, compassion, H, health, both mental and physical, O, organization, and R, resilient. Enjoy the pod. Hello, this is Marcy Bullock. Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats today with Heather Williams. Hello, Heather. Hey, Marcy. It's so great to see you. Uh, It's been a few years since you were my teaching assistant, and now you've gone off into the world and become an amazing success. I'm so proud of you. Tell our listeners a little bit about the job you have now and how you got there.
0: Sure. Yeah. So I am today a senior program manager at SAS Software. And In this position, I have the opportunity to work really closely with the leadership of the company, and I work to execute large projects and programs that are company-wide, so they have impacts sort of on our day-to-day, on on the company as a whole. So this could be anything from launching a new product. Uh, last year I worked on the virtualization of our biggest show, which is SAS global forum. And like us or like everybody, um, once the pandemic hit, we all had to pivot and we all had to take these live events and figure out how we were going to accomplish the same goal. So taking that virtual, that was definitely something that was a big accomplishment. And I think it took a lot of uh, work to get that across the finish line. So I get to work on a lot of different projects with a lot of different people. And since we're a global company, I get to work with people from all over the world, which I really enjoy as well.
1: What an exciting job, Heather. And I know when we met, you were a biology major and and now you're working at a software company years later. Is this what you thought you were going to be when you grew up? Just thinking back to when you were a little girl, what what were you thinking? Right.
0: Yes. Um, So when I started at NC State, I was a non-traditional student, and I was non-traditional in probably every way, that you could be non-traditional. Um, I was about five years older than uh, your average typical college student. I was married, had a young daughter, and my, my story actually, my educational story actually starts prior to NC State, and I was living back in my home state of Maine, and I always wanted to become a doctor. I always wanted to be an oncologist, and that dream was from you know childhood on, and it really stuck with me. So when I was making choices about my education, it was always based in so- the sciences and with that goal of going to medical school, becoming a doctor. So I ended up starting uh, back when I was living in the state of Maine. I started doing a bachelor's degree at a local state college. It was the University of Maine at Augusta, and it was the tiniest school in a rural area. And it was just endlessly fascinating. The more I got to consume science, um, I, I just couldn't get enough of it. And I remember back in Maine, one of my professors, the very first day of school, he held up our, um, uh, our book for the year. And he made some statement to the effect of, you know, by the time this textbook is published, it's already out of date. And that's how fast science is moving and how exciting science is. And that really was my sort of fire moment where I just, it it gave me the opportunity to see that the sciences were in technology were an area that I could learn endlessly and never know everything, you know? Um, So that's what really sort of directed me down that path in the beginning. And then um, at the time, my husband at the time was uh, enlisting in the military. And that's what brought me from Maine down here to North Carolina. Uh, We were stationed at Fort Bragg in Fayetteville and probably would not have been my first choice. However, what I did really like about this area was that there were so many good schools and so much educational opportunity that even in Maine wasn't really available to me. So I knew I wanted to go to a good school. Um, I wanted to get myself the best chance of getting into medical school. So I started going to NC state and I was commuting every day from Fort Bragg to NC state. And that was about an hour and a half in one direction. So it was about three hours a day that I was commuting commuting in order to go to state. But it was definitely worth it. And I will say that in that time, I also gave birth to my son while I was at NC State as well. So a very busy college experience, a very busy and non-traditional college experience for me.
1: And even just before we get into the, the change from sciences to business, having a child while you're in college, already a mother, there's a lot on your plate. Any advice for any people that might be going through something similar where they're parenting and trying to better themselves with an education? Yeah, so I definitely struggled like everybody in balancing, um,
0: in in trying to be that perfect parent and that perfect student and that perfect um, partner and uh, all that good stuff. And what I have learned is that if you just focus on what you're passionate about then you'll find time for all of those things that you want to fit into your life so had i been you know working towards a degree that i wasn't excited about but i knew that i'd be able to make money in and you know that i probably wouldn't have been successful but because i really enjoyed what i was learning studying didn't seem as bad the late nights didn't seem as bad driving up to campus every day didn't seem as bad because i was really interested in what i was studying and i had that long term vision of what i wanted my my career and also be able to give my family I I had that idea in my head during that time as well so certainly was not without a few tears along the way but it definitely helped to be focused number one having a school that I was really proud to be a part of and then number two you know having a subject that I was really excited to be learning
1: about. That's, that's great. The passion makes such a big difference and that kept you motivated. You, you did well in your sciences, but something changed and you went in a new direction. Yes. So I have learned
0: in life that no matter how good you plan, how well you plan, and I am a master planner, um, there are always going to be things that come along that require you to make decisions. And those decisions, you have to make them based on you know, your values and who you are as a person and who you want to be um, in the future. So right about the same time that I was graduating, I had all of my letters of recommendation ready. I had the degree, the grades, everything lined up. Um, to plan, getting ready to apply to medical school. And as I was getting close to graduation, uh, my marriage started falling apart and I could see the proverbial writing on the wall. And I knew in that moment that the trajectory of my life needed to change. I didn't want the overall vision of my life and the goals and the things I wanted to achieve and the person that I want to be. I didn't want those things to change, but I knew that how I was going to proceed um, to reach that goal had to change. So there was definitely no way at that time I realized that I could devote eighty plus hours to going to medical school and also provide for my kids and be a really good mom and you know all those things that are really important um in your work-life uh balance um so that being said i did some soul searching and i switched gears completely um i graduated i got my degree in human biology um And then I went and turned around and I got a very entry-level job at a local digital marketing startup. It was a contract position. It was hourly. It it was very humbling uh, for your first foray into um, a, a new job after college. And one of the things that I will say it allowed me to grow really quickly. And in the three years that I worked for that company, I was promoted three times. So I went from recruiting, uh, interviewing folks, which again was very uh, comfortable given you know my experience at NC State. Um, went from recruiting to account management and then from account management to program management. And that's where I ended sort of uh, that's where my career trajectory has taken me so far. Um, but yeah, education was still really important to me. So as I was doing this, you know, very entry level job, uh, I continued my education and I worked to get my MBA. So nights and weekends. Um, and while I was working, uh, sort of did a little bit of both. And while, you know, it wasn't medical school, it was definitely a stepping stone to that future that I wanted to be able to provide for my family. So that was a big uh, transition point for me.
1: Yeah. And we have a lot of things that occur as humans in our personal life that impact where we might be heading with our career identity. And you were able to pivot on that and put yourself high on the priority list, to get this advanced degree. You paid your dues Working at that entry level, just nothing glamorous, which I want students to hear because, look, people saw your potential, Heather. They promoted you quickly. You got snatched away at one of these coveted companies that everyone wants to be at. And now you're in a senior role. And that is so impressive. Do you have any regrets about that childhood little girl who is aspiring to be a doctor? No, I can honestly say I don't. I wouldn't change anything
0: about where I am today. I think that the path that I took to get here is something that I could not have foreseen. However, the that overall life vision that I had for myself and my family, I've still been able to realize. So it was definitely um, a bumpy road, but it was, um, I've also learned that if you are patient and if you are willing to be flexible, that Things come in your, your uh, path that you can see as opportunities instead of obstacles. And I think that that has helped me in not feeling, you know, knocked down because of these experiences and really looking for uh, positives uh, instead of negatives. Um, a really good example that I, I don't know if I've shared with you, um, but After, you know, after I graduated, you know, with my MBA, um, I was still at that job at the digital marketing company. And then I was right in the middle of the divorce and life was changing in absolutely every way possible. And it felt very scary. Um, And it was that exact moment of chaos in my life, probably the most chaotic I've ever place I've ever been in my life. It was that exact moment that a recruiter from SAS reached out to me. They found me on LinkedIn, uh, which I know, Marcy, that you will appreciate. Um, Uh They found me on LinkedIn and asked if I would come to interview for a position. And uh, you'll probably be surprised, but everything in me said, no, this is too much. This is this too much change? Everything's changing at once. I'm used to, you know, this comfortable job with that I that I know the people and the family. Uh, the my coworkers feel like family, and and this is scary. I'm going to change absolutely everything all in the same, you know, six months. And uh, ultimately, of course, I did say yes, um, even though everything was telling me not to, and um, that has changed everything for me. Um, I will say SAS is the best company that I've ever worked for working. There's been, it sounds dramatic, but life-changing. Um, I have the opportunity to learn something new every single day. Um, I am, you know, learning from the people that are around me. I, one of the best, um, pieces of advice that an old former coworker of mine told me was, if you are the smartest person in the room, then you're in the wrong room. And moving over to SaaS, it gives me that opportunity to be in the room with these really great people who have their leaders in their industry. They have patents and have invented technology that um, I, I can only dream about. So it's been a really, really good experience for me. And I feel That passion that I felt in school, where I was learning something new and and progressing forward, I've been able to feel that every day when I go into work as well. So it's been very fulfilling.
1: What Um, a great decision. And, and, you know, you said everything was kind of, don't do it. But I also hear in your voice, it was the comfort zone. It was, hey, I'm posting right now. Mm -hmm. And this is a chance for me to really get out of that comfort zone and take a risk. What if I fail? We all worry about that. You're in the room with all these smart people. And that was probably one of the best things you've ever done. Absolutely. And then when I look back, if I read my story
0: backwards, it makes complete linear logical sense. And it's like, of course, if that domino didn't fall, then that one wouldn't have fallen. And I had to do all of that in order to get here. But if you had just, you know, spun me forward in time, I would not have had any idea how I would have gotten here. Or let's say I would not have been able to tell you how I got here in the way that I
1: really did. So. Yes. And this this last year and a half that we've all been dealing with since March of 2020, you have been tell me if this is right, a single parent of mm-hmm. two children. Um, so your your children are 100 percent with you, yep. you and be. you have this very high profile job and your kids aren't able to go to school and you're working virtually. Well, I don't know how you made it through.
0: I'm telling you the pandemic. I I mean, I think we all have our pandemic stories and I can't wait to sort of learn once we're out of sort of the raw pain of it all. I can't wait to hear others, um, pandemic stories because it's, it's been challenging, interesting, scary, all of the above. Um, and I think, uh, it has been exceptionally difficult for parents, um, especially working parents. I have been, I have felt extremely fortunate and and try never to complain about how difficult it has been because I know that there are a lot of people that don't have the opportunity or ability to work remotely um, or did not have the opportunity to keep their jobs because they couldn't, Um, afford somebody to watch their children while they were home during their um, virtual school. So I have always felt very, very fortunate. um, And SAS has been such a good company in terms of giving us the flexibility to really do our jobs, do it well and do it on our own um, schedule and timeline, especially during covid but yeah, so my kids, I have two two kids, um, one in elementary school and one in high school, and I have one introvert and one extrovert, and they both about about a year in, they both really started struggling. Um, I would say emotionally, uh, anxiety, depression, things of that nature, things that sort of never were even on our radar uh, before um, COVID happened and it was one of those moments where, you know, it, it took a big um a big event happening to realize how the isolation was impacting the kids and it's it's also quite interesting now that I've been learning more about um, the impacts on kids. Doctors are saying that they're seeing this uptick happening, sort of almost universally, especially in kids. In in adults too, I think we all feel it. We get you know the Zoom fatigue, and you know it's ten meetings in a day, and you don't want to look at another screen. But then everything else in your life is another screen. But with kids, I think that that loss of um, social, um, structure and, you know, not being able to throw a football with your friends and and those normal things that you think maybe, maybe you take advantage of, um, when those go away, I think it impact has the potential to impact kids at, at a higher level or a deeper level. So now I'm very optimistic. Things are starting to open back up uh the kids are back in school in person i'm still working from my home office but i'll go into the office a couple days here and there it hasn't fully opened back up yet we're welcome to be on campus but uh at this point it would be just me doing the same thing i'm doing right here but in my office so until you know things really start to open up and until people really start getting back on campus um I'll probably be doing more of this hybrid type role. But I mean, I think that the best part, this is, that sounds weird uh, talking about the pandemic, but the the best part of it has been from a professional standpoint that I think everybody was on an even playing field with working remotely. We all, whether you know, we had, you know, grandparents at the house, in the house that you were taking care of, or if you were in a life stage where you had young kids or, you know, anything in between. I think we all were struggling and we were all really uh, understanding to our colleagues. And even more understanding than maybe we would have been in the past where we would have said oh there was a lot of there were dog barking in the background and somebody answered their um you know a contractor came to their house and they didn't put themselves on mute like all these things that maybe in the past we would have thought you know oh my goodness I can't believe that's a faux pas we all kind of were in it together and we're like it's okay okay." I agree I,
1: I always would tell people don't apologize because you know if your dog barks this is like life right now. And I think it brought us back to humanity. You're right. So in reflecting on, on that and taking our time machine 20 years into the future, what advice would you give yourself today? What does your older, wiser self have to share with the Heather Williams of 2021? Yeah. So I would
0: say just, Always trust your gut and make decisions based on your values. And it's very hard to regret decisions if you make them based on, on what you believe in and the vision that you see for your
1: life. So I would say, yeah, I would say that that would be my advice. Thank you, Heather.